Today's episode is brought to you by the experts at Olive Branch Bookkeeping. Are you feeling overwhelmed by your business finances? With their help, you'll be able to keep a pulse on your income and expenses and make informed decisions for the profitability of your business. Don't let finances hold you back any longer. Connect with Olive Branch Bookkeeping by visiting the link in the show notes and take charge of your financial future today. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Carrie Briner, and today we're going to discuss uh, how to become magnetic in business. So this is Carrie's episode. We're going to be mm-hmm. discussing that. But before we get into it, I just want a quick reminder for you guys, um, go join our Facebook group. It's called The Wealthy Entrepreneur. If you haven't already, go check it out. We built this group for realtors, entrepreneurs, business owners. We wanted to keep these conversations going about what we think wealth is and how to run a better business and live better lives. And we like to collaborate with all of you guys in there. Yeah, it's good discussion. Uh, we all have different experiences, successes, failures, and that's how we all grow together. So I always love Facebook groups for that reason. And a lot of these topics resonate with you. So it's a place that we can actually talk offline about it. Also a place where you can let us know if there's something you want us to discuss yep. or you have um, a topic or, or even maybe want to be a guest in the future. So please reach out to us. So I'm excited about this because um, this has been a journey of mine is just kind of um, – I said become magnetic in business. And what I really mean by that is being able to really cast a vision and to be able to actually realize that as a business owner, you do not build a business. You attract talent and they build your business because no one builds a business alone. And oftentimes as leaders or entrepreneurs or business owners, we think we have to do it all. And I've been in that boat many different times in different Mm -hmm. roles where I've taken on everything and then it's all about here's what I'll do for you. And this is what we can, you know, it's all about me bringing some sort of value to help them succeed, knowing that if they succeed, yes, the business will grow. But in reality, you're not going to be all things to everyone. And you and the vision isn't magnetic if it's about what somebody else is going to do for you. The vision is magnetic if uh, when it's about what was what is the environment, the culture, the company, the opportunity going to do for them. Mm-hmm. How can they contribute? How can they be part of it? How can they grow their business and their life inside of it. And that's truly when you can become more magnetic, meaning you can attract people, right? That's really what that means. Because people will say, well, I have to go find people to be in business with me. I have to go recruit people. I have to go put all these ads out. I have to find clients. I have to find business partners. I have to find employees. And I have to go do all of this work. Well, what if you could really flip that and you could just be attracting people to you all the time that want to be in your world because of the opportunity that you create? How do you articulate that vision? Um, It's not as easy as it sounds, but it is pretty simple. And so I thought it would just be a good conversation for all of us as entrepreneurs. Um, The reality is oftentimes we start writing down what we're looking for. We're looking for this type of person to do this type of position. Mm -hmm. We're looking for this type of a title to do this type of a role. We need these people to bring this value to our company to serve our clients or clients. This is what we provide to you. And yes, although people have to know generally what you offer and what they would have to do or could do in your world, the way you start attracting people is actually by coming really clear on what the reasons are that they should work with you. Why? What are the top 10 things that they are going to get if they're in your world? 
because people care about what is in it for them, whether we like it or not, right? They have their own visions for their own life. They have their own goals. They have their own future um, visions. And so we have to be able to articulate more than what they're going to be doing, what they're going to be getting. And it isn't all about business. So a lot of the large corporations who have been become known to be magnetic, like they just have people coming to them saying, can we work with you? Yeah. And there are multiple businesses that have accomplished that, or can we come be in your world? It's because of things like future, the, um, uh, freedom, thinking big, um, being treated well, <laughs> having opportunity for growth, creativity, transparency, authenticity. Um, networking, life growth, uh, wealth building. So well, people want to know they have a future. People, if they feel like they're in a stagnant position. Can't be a dead end, yeah. Right. But it's not even a future just in money. Oftentimes, it's a lot less about what am I actually going to get paid right. than it is what am I going to experience? How am I going to grow? How is this going to benefit my entire life, my family's life, my future wealth? Um, but people want to be heard. They want to be able to use their creativity. They want to be able to show up authentically as they are, to be transparent, to be around other people people that are transparent. They want to be around people that push themselves to limits because every human being innately wants to grow and to be able to say that they're pushing their own limits, but most people won't. So mm -hmm. if you create an environment where it's safe to push your limits, to fail forward, to be creative, to try new things, to think really big, even when other people think you're crazy for thinking that big, when, uh, people who are just like going and accomplishing big things that are the leaders of a company, this is the magnetic field that people are actually attracted to. So we can start understanding human beings in a way of like, what is one of the number one innate human needs? It's growth. Yeah, It's actually what makes us feel the most satisfied with our life, the most confident as a human being, and the most worthy. Because if we feel like we're not growing, we feel like we're dying. There's actually a real thing from a psychological perspective. That's actually one of the main reasons people become in slumps, depressed, all these different things can show up. Because they're not challenging themselves. They're literally not growing and they just feel like a piece of crap, really, mm -hmm. honestly, for a lack of better words. And they don't even know why. And Makes so sense. why they're attracted, why are we attracted to all these self-help books and these people who have done these great things and um, you know, people who have overcome challenges and they've come out on the other end and it's like, holy crap, look what they've done with their life. It gives you a vision of what you of, can do. Right. But you know you have to be around those people in order to do it most of the time. Right. It, yeah, there's a difference between listening to the self-help books and implementing them. And most of the time it's, I mean, look at the people you're surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. and are they pushing you towards that? Um, you brought up the thing about being creative and like um, having the room to just be authentic and push mm -hmm. yourself. I could be wrong on the company. I think it was, I think it's Google. Um, there's multiple companies that do this, but they actually give, again, I might be wrong, so don't quote me. <laughs> but the company I'm thinking about would give time percentage of time mm -hmm. that you need to just be creative, mm. like innovate, mm -hmm. come up with new ideas. Like they gave them the freedom to say, hey, do your job in this period of time. Mm -hmm. And then you take a 20, 30, 40% of your time and work on just innovative. And we'll pay you for it. Yeah. Like, just be creative. Mm -hmm. Think about how to solve problems for people. Mm -hmm. An environment like that would get people to go like, like I'm one of those people that I want to create it. And if I were still in an employee mm -hmm. somewhere, how much growth would you have in a company if you did that? Yeah. And also sometimes it's just like you feel like you're using your creative 
abilities that you have been given that you're not stagnant with those. Like you're actually given a place to do it, not like I don't have time to do it. No, I'm actually being paid to do this. And how much innovation actually came to their company because they allowed their employees to do it. Like they were smart because they knew if they gave creativity opportunities that there would be growth in their business. And I believe, again, I don't know if it's Google or not, but they would give them equity positions based Mm -hmm. on these these, ideas. uh, Ideas. So like if they came to them with like, hey, I've got this new idea, this new thing we can implement and we can make this much they become equity partners yeah, with them. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, the other thing is like even in real estate, I know you know people will work together, offer opportunities of like wealth building or investing in real estate, doing it together when you don't have as much money to become maybe a real estate investor on your own. Hey, you're part of our group and if you can, we want you all to become investors, so let's do it together. Take $5,000 and have a percentage of this property that will work together, we'll flip, we'll you know, build wealth together. Those are the kinds of opportunities that are outside of the box that have nothing to do with what you're hired to do, right. but that provide you opportunities in a group that you would never have on your own. Um, and I just think that, you know, if I'm if I were you as a business owner, and I'm doing this actually in a new venture at this very moment, so I'm speaking from experience, you know, yes, you're going to have a list of what do you need from people that are going to partner with you um, and and or join you or be hired by you. And yes, what is it that you offer them just very specifically as a company? Of course, you have to have that laid out. But what I think you need to really do on a second step is take to your top 10 reasons that somebody wants to be in your world, just generally. The vision that you are creating is so large that any of their visions can fit inside of it. Mm-hmm. What is that? What do you commit to as a human being to bring in a culture of big thinking or um, freedom of time or incentives or creativity or authenticity or growth, personal growth or you know physical growth or challenges? Whatever it is that is authentic to you, you have to make it authentic to you. So all companies are different because right. of that. And you'll attract your tribe because of that as well. And then how often do you cast the vision? So that's the second part of this I just wanted to bring up is once you do that, it's like now you have to get that out there to the masses so you can become magnetic, so that you can continue to attract. And so some tactical things that you can do is obviously social media is a great <laughs> is a great place to cast this vision and share what do people get when they partner with us? What is it that they're going to experience? How is their life going to become better because they're in our world? And how is our life going to become better because they add to the culture? Right. Um, so of course, social media, of course, you know, getting the word out there, there might be some advertising and marketing that you actually do to get that out there if you are looking to bring people into your world. But one thing is um, get your your business partners, your current people that you work with, your um, allied resources, your vendors, synergistic business owners, share with every single person that you know that isn't going to be somebody that necessarily joins forces with you, but you do business with, conduct business with, you have got to share so deeply and passionately and enthusiastically what it is that people are going to experience in your world that there wouldn't be anybody around you that wouldn't know and couldn't tell somebody. You should go check it out and here is why. And I think that as a leader, one of the number one um, you know, uh, things that was said to me early on in my first leadership role ever, uh, which started back in like 2012, was when you you think you're casting a vision often, Carrie, but honestly, 
it's a fraction of the amount of time you need to. Remember, you're casting the vision, so you hear it every time you do it. You know that you're doing it, but you're doing it in a lot of different ways, a lot of different times. And so people only hear it when they want to hear it and in what platform they want to hear it. So they're hearing it probably about a quarter of the time. And it may not be in the right, they may not be in the same frame of mind they are one day as they are the next. So literally, yes. So literally cast it in a lot of different ways in terms of like posting it up around the building to Facebook group, private group, to text messages, to video messages, to, you know, I mean, you have to do it in so many different formats because not everybody's gathering it from the same places. And then different times of the day, different days of the week, um, different different styles that you might do it in, shorter, longer form. So it's like a whole thing. Like it's literally like a whole ordeal that you have to plan. How am I going to cast my vision now that I have this? how often, in what formats, and where, and then you have to really execute on it or have somebody execute uh, for you on it. But that is, it's just, I wanted to share this because I work with a lot of people who are looking to bring people into their world all the time. And initially, it's always about, here's what I can do. Here's what services I can give. Here's the leads. Here's this opportunity. Here's this. This is what I need people to do. And this is what I'm going to give them. And yes, that is a foundation that needs to be laid out. That's called a value proposition. A value proposition is something that's going to be very valuable to you, but it is not going to make you magnetic in business. What's going to make you magnetic in business is what people get and what they experience and how their life is better because they're in your world. And that's a very different conversation that I would say probably nine out of 10 business owners have not created for themselves yet. I think it's a little bit more difficult to um, articulate that. Mm -hmm. It's harder to articulate a vision because we look at the tangible things that we can show people. And I think there's limiting beliefs a lot of times. Like uh, there's plenty of times you brought up the the leads thing. It's like I've been creating the my little idea of like mentorship stuff on the yeah. side. And it's like, well, I got to think about all these things I got to do mm-hmm. and then tell everybody about those instead of casting a vision that might draw people in a little bit differently. I think that would be a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you cast a vision and you're like, Here's what we can do together. Here And yes, it's theoretical. And that's right. what some people get hung up on because the vision isn't fully to fruition. It's always changing because when you bring more people into your environment, it does kind of change the culture and the vision a little bit. So it's never like set in stone. And yeah. when you're casting it, usually you're at the beginning of it. Therefore, it hasn't always fully come to fruition. And so people have a limiting belief because they're like, well, I can't cast something that I don't know is actually going to happen. And the reality is, is that if you show up as an, a leader that you know you can show up as, and if you start attracting the right people, the vision will come to reality. I think it's being committed to the vision too. Yes. Because there's a lot of times we can cast a vision, but we are uh, all over the place and then we don't it doesn't feel this, it doesn't have the same impact for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And here's the thing is you have to be committed to it and then you have to be that person. And then as you start to bring more people in that are committed to it because they are in alignment and they are showing up as their best version, this is, again, you don't build a business and you don't actually even create the vision yourself. You have to bring people in that are going to do that alongside you, with you, and quite frankly, at the end of the day, for you. And when you can let go of the reality that it's not all you, but you have to start with you, Mm -hmm. then it will come to fruition. If the right people are attracted to you, they will build that because your vision is something that everybody will work towards. It's a cause that everybody is working towards. It's a vision that everybody is trying to make happen. And so that's the other limiting belief is we have to make it happen. 
No, we're not going to make it all happen. We can't do it alone. So we have to stop thinking that that's the limiting belief. That limiting belief is true. But why do you think you have to do it alone? You don't, but you have to bring people in that are going to do it with you to make it a reality. Therefore, you have to be able to cast it in the first place to get those people in. So our mind plays tricks on us that, well, who are you to say that that's going to happen? You're going to have to show up and do that. And then you have limiting beliefs that you have the ability to. Of course, you have the inability to. You can't do it all, but you sure can cast a vision that's exciting enough and big enough that people can come in, live a great life. And then together, you guys can probably do even far more than you thought you could do in the beginning. Right. If you let go of those limiting beliefs and you just go for it and you articulate it and you show up in your best version, this is this is the secret sauce that a lot of these big companies do. They There's no way one person could ever have built Google. They didn't. They had a starting idea and a starting vision, and it's grown upon itself. And yep. then it keeps growing upon itself. And they knew that, and they had the confidence to go forth with what they started with. They didn't stop themselves because they didn't have it all figured out in the beginning. And they didn't stop themselves because they got nervous that they would have to do it all because they knew they weren't going to in the first place. And so that's um, that's really a mindset thing for an entrepreneur. Yeah. So when you're going through this process, if you feel that way, then this is just something that you have to kind of tell yourself. You've got to question your thinking there, and you've got to be able to then push past it. Um, and so another really cool thing is some people will like create a community word, like a word that summarizes your cause and that makes you very clear on what it is that you're doing. And sometimes it's a phrase, sometimes it's a word. And that's just something interesting to think about your own business as you're creating this. Like, what is that one word or phrase that you just think, gosh, if people understood this one thing, they would attract to us and want to be in our world. There's one person that comes to mind when you you say that, like the word or phrase that would uh, kind of relay that vision, whether you like them or hate them. uh, Grant Cardone does the whole 10x movement. And it has been, if you've read any of his books or just heard his content, again, there's he's polarizing for some, but his 10x movement is to 10x everything in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, it's so simple as three digits. It means 10 and then an X and he'll do hashtag 10x. I mean, it's become a whole movement. Mm-hmm. They have the 10x growth conference now and all these things, but that was his vision is to help people just expand their life. Yeah. Everywhere. And when you hear that, you pretty much know who it is, especially if you're in our, our industry. Like you hear that and you're like, oh, I know what yeah. organization that is. Right. What movement that is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something, and he comes with great passion. Yeah. Um, and energy towards it. And so he does really and truly charm, you know, human beings in the way that are drawn to him and that vision. And not everybody is, but if you are, you really are. Yeah. And that's the point. You're not going to be able to bring everybody in. It's not supposed to be for everybody. Right. It's only supposed to be for the right people. I wrote this down and I think it might be helpful. It's the last thing I'll say on this episode. So um, for me, you know, affirmations or kind of mantras or just reminding myself, training my brain on certain things. And so as we're moving into this new venture, I was thinking a lot about this vision and a lot about um, how is this experience going to benefit people's lives and how can we cast out this vision and really start attracting the right people into our world. And I read this um, this this kind of quote. I don't even know what it, it came where it came from, but. Um, I thought I would just end with it. Looking into the future is the greatest path. Helping others see it is critical. And knowing what you and the others have to do together to make it possible is key. So for me, these are like clarifying questions. 
Yeah. What is the future? Because it is the greatest path. What do I see as the future of this business or this entity or this situation? How can I help others see it? Because it is the most critical thing I will do. And then knowing what I have to do and the others together. This isn't just me. What do we then have to do as a group to make the future possible? That's like the greatest question. And then we can write down those action items. And it starts with us because we're the one casting the vision and seeing the future, but it doesn't end on us because we have to do it together. Yeah, I like that. What I love about these episodes, there's some of them that just make me think, like I haven't been talking a lot on this one, (laughs) but it's my wheels are spinning. Like I'm thinking about all the things, I mean, how it impacts myself. Yeah. Um, It's very easy to have limiting beliefs around certain things and just, you know, realize in some of the areas that I can improve by implementing these. Yeah. Uh, Again, I think it all boils down to different questions. And for me, I mean, I'm in the midst of this. So I'm asking myself these questions like all the time. And sometimes it's overwhelming because I actually sometimes have too much vision, like too much is in my head. And it's like, okay, yeah, we got to get a little bit more specific. We've got to break this down a little bit. And then just constantly asking myself these clarifying questions, I feel like I get a little bit of a better answer, a little bit of a mm-hmm. better answer next time. So one of the things I'm not good at is asking myself or others questions. I never have been. I'm a talker versus a question asker. And so the last 12 years, I focused a lot on asking more and better questions of myself and others. That's part of my growth and coaching. And that's been a blessing for me because otherwise I'd be even more of a talker than I am today. But <laughs> and that'd be a problem. But I I think these questions are so critical to our life and so critical to our future. And so I'm so grateful for them. And um, they should make us all think. I'm actually thinking as I'm talking right now, like, oh, I thought of something else that I should probably be really, I should really be thinking about differently when it comes to this vision. And so I guess the frequency that you ask the great questions is important too, and not just asking it of yourself once and then being like, okay, that's my vision. Maybe you need to ask yourself the question every day for the next month to get to the root of what you really, like, you know, it's going to start really vast. And then it's like, well, maybe that's not. And then it's like every time you get a little bit more clear and a little bit more clear. And that's okay. You should give yourself some time. Yeah. I think um, something for myself, like, because I do, I'm kind of the same way. I have so many things going through my mind all the time that yeah. I might think of questions that are important. Uh, but I write them down. Mm-hmm. I write them down and I'll read back over them a lot. Like, um, not everything, right? But the things that seem to be the most impactful because yeah. I want to, if it's something where I'm like, this is going to be a question that it will change how I continue moving forward. Mm-hmm. It needs to be something I see more than once. That's right. Yeah. But a lot of times people will just go, oh, that was a great episode. I'm going to ask myself those three questions and then I'm never going to think about it again. And I think that that isn't exactly how our mind works. We just need to give ourselves some time. And that's why thinking time is important, journaling, writing things down, asking ourselves some clarifying questions and spending some time on something like this, the time would be well worth, you know. Yeah. To, to get down to what you really need, not right. what you first think you need, but what you really need to end on. Right. Awesome. Well, I think this was a great episode. I think it'll bring a lot of people value. If you guys uh, like the show, go to our Facebook group, give us some feedback, let us know, you know, maybe some areas that you had some aha moments mm-hmm. or, or what you would do in the future for your business. And then uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel and go check out our audio version of the show that's on iTunes and Spotify and all the other platforms. Okay, see you on the next one. See ya.